If you have money, you can buy anything. Let's think one, two, three. Perfect. All right, here we go. All right. Hello, ladies and gents. We are back. She's sporting like that. 2.0. But it's really just she's sporting 2.0, right? Hello, Jessica. Hey, what's going on? Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day. I like to think so. Yeah. A little I chilly, mean, but good yeah, day. I mean, I mean, so, I mean, uh, it's been okay. I mean, I, I haven't been really keeping up with too many other things except, you know, I'm, I'm focused on our upcoming subject for this episode. Let's get to, because we, we will be talking about, all right, we want to get to it so people don't turn us off. All right, we're talking about football. It's football season. Yes. Now. The heart of football season now. What is going on with football season? What do you think is going on? How do you like it? Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little confused. Why? There's just so, like, there's so many upsets and so many shocks that I didn't even foresee coming. Some of them were like, what phases? We'll just take yesterday. Um... Well, the Broncos beat the hell out of the Cardinals, um, 45 to 10. So, I mean, ouch. yeah, ouch. So, I mean. Can you imagine the locker room? Do they, you know, do they talk in the locker room? What, when do they have that meeting? After the game? I mean, you know that you know they had it. Look, I played sports, so, you know, but I'm not the sports guru. But you know that you have that yelling at halftime. But then when the game is over, do they have a meeting or do they just let them go home? And then they say, okay, let's get together for a meeting before we get into this practice and find out. Well, see, I don't know sometimes how it happens in the pros. I imagine it happens a little bit of everywhere. Like, for instance, you know, you get that that that, that speech at halftime, like you mentioned. Um, but in the pros, shortly after, you guys got to have the press conference. So I'm not sure if Coach wants yeah. to get them all riled up right before then. So he might yell at them on the plane or the bus ride back home depending <laughs> on how that's gonna go um he might catch them like oh i'm not gonna say nothing i'm gonna catch them in practice first thing on tuesday morning. like you know what i mean like Ooh. so it, it depends i think that you, you you catch it one way or another yeah i guess so but it's just a matter of when and i think it'll be up to that coach to decide when all the power of powers that be for what i understand um about two seasons ago uh when uh, I forgot what two teams it was. I just know one was Miami, and they went over to London to play. Mm-hmm. Now, the previous two teams that had went, it was all high-scoring games. Now, of course, somebody's going to lose. But when you lose 33 to 36, okay, 26 to 23, all right, you gave the London people a game. Yes. You know? Yes. When you lose 33 to 10 or something like that, like that was... Did you play? Did, did, you, you, even play? Show, exactly. did you even show up? So, what I understand, that Miami coach got fired on the plane. They didn't even wait till they landed oh. back in Miami to fire him. You know, it's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure because, you know, maybe because I have to imagine that if you're coaching a team, you can have all of your plays together. You can practice, practice, practice. But at the end of the day, when is it the coach's fault versus the player's fault? Because you can have all the right plays because I I imagine they have to watch what you notice is when they lose the worst is when the coaches usually end up like, for instance, um, I'm, I'm terrible with these names. I'm drawing a blank right now. But the former coach of the Minnesota Vikings, last year after they had the terrible loss to the Eagles, 30-something to 7. Oh, really? They fired that coach right away. Now, this was this was do or die going to the Super Bowl. Uh, so there's no question <laughs> after this that the Eagles was going. 
But the Vikings had lost so embarrassingly. And mind you, they were coming in with a strong defense. I guess the organization was like, okay, this is absolutely um, Mike Zimmer. Yes. And um, I guess he was just like, this is absolutely unacceptable. And they let him go. (laughs) But at the end of the day, that was okay for him because the Giants picked him up. Yeah, okay. So, okay. So let's talk about that for a second because I can't help but wonder. All right, well, if they bring in another coach, if the Minnesota Vikings bring in another coach, all right? If they bring in another... Well, no, he's the current coach. He's so, the, That was Mike Zimmer's the current coach. So, I mean, if you bring in, like, the new coach, again, let's look at, let's look at the... Uh, let's look at this. What do you think will happen when you bring in another coach... Okay. And does the coach make the difference? Sometimes it, sometimes they do. Like, okay, what is this? What's, well, he, okay, we'll switch gears here for a second. Tom Coffin. Okay. Uh, coach for the Giants. Okay. X amount of years. He brought them to the, to the Super Bowl in 08 and in 12, and, they bo- and both times they won against the Patriots. Mm. Uh, they let him go. Now he ends up as a general manager for Jacksonville. Right. He's no longer coaching. However, you don't think he's in that coach's ear? Because what has Jacksonville been doing since he got there? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah. it, it, you never know. Cause, because it, I, I keep wondering with any coach of any sport, is it the strategy, the plays, the coach, the conditioning of the players, and then there's also the talent of the players. You see? Because you can, like, you know, often... Oftentimes, I here's a good question. If you had to take any good football player and you knew this is the number one football player, a lot of people I know, they're going to say Tom Brady. But if you had another Tom Brady, somebody that could match, in your opinion, match Tom Brady, and you said, okay, I'm going to build a dynasty team around this player, who would that player be? Well, you're asking me a broad question because... For me, it'd have to, especially for a sport like football, it'd have to be via position. So now you and Tom Brady, we got to go quarterback. Who would I want to build a team around? Well, hmm. Because here's well, you'd have to, well, you'd have to, well, there's two greats out there that I would go for automatically, which would be either um, Drew Brees mm-hmm. or, um, oh my Lord, Aaron, who plays for Green Bay. Green Bay, okay. All right, Guru. Look, so you know what? I, I Full disclosure, we are going to be <laughs> looking these things up as we're talking. I have no problem. I should know. This is driving me no, crazy no, no. right it's, now. But, the, but here's the thing. I mean, listen. Um, if you really think about it. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. Aaron Rodgers. But, but so, here, okay. Yeah. And one, they, I mean, they both have the arm. They both have the arm. But what I love about both these quarterbacks is that they are aware of the weapons that they have. And they work around what they have. One of the reasons why, like, I play football fantasy, and one of the reasons why I can't, um, I try to stay away from Green Bay, Green Bay players, because Aaron Rodgers is the type, he's going to air it out. Mm. I got multiple weapons out here, and I'm going to use every last one of them. And, turn- and you don't know which one he's going to go through. So in terms of fantasy numbers, my numbers can drift from week to week because I'm not sure who his weapon of the week is going to be, whether he's going to focus on one or whether he's going to air it out to all of them. Okay. All right. Um... 
Drew Brees is another one who likes to utilize his weapons. Now, sometimes he'll utilize that specific weapon all game because he knows that he, because he can, or he'll spread it out as well. Another thing that I like about him, which uh, the Manning brothers, both uh, Peyton and Eli, both were notorious for doing as well, is they use their tight ends. I mean, they use them like no other. Jimmy Graham okay. got his name because he was Drew Brees' <laughs> tight end. And he used him like no other. Right. To the point where now when they got him drifting around, it's like, um, when they sent him to Seattle and I picked him up, and I'm sitting up here like, um, Russell, you, you do know he's out there, right? You, right? you do know. You got a beautiful tight end there that you could use as a receiver, too, because he's so damn big. <laughs> and it's like, are you not paying attention to what you got out there? And it wasn't until he realized, that, I think about week six, he started to realize what he had, and my numbers for Jimmy Graham started going up. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. See, and me. Now, speaking of which, he's on the Green Bay Packers. Again. When Rodgers likes to air it out. So he will get touches every now and again. But again, if you're not, if you're not that weapon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. You do have to use your strengths. Now, mind you, I'm talking as the non-guru. But, but wait, but, but you asked co- which one would I do? Oh, yeah, also, yes. it's to go someone young. Like, I might even take my current quarterback, who I love so much, uh, Wentz from the Eagles. Okay. Because he's younger, he'll be with me longer. And I can surround and bring to the team what he needs in order for us to win. The average lifespan of a football player is what? Depends. I mean, I'll give it, if you're coming straight out of college, we'll go anywhere between 22, <coughs> excuse me, we'll say a solid six years. Six <laughs> years? That's not even any time. Six solid years with uh, if no injuries. But nowadays, they're stretching their, their careers out longer. A lot I, longer. Because I'm thinking, okay, all right. So we'll say a solid player. Like if you're a, a, the A-list player, that franchise player, and you stay healthy, you might be able to extend your career out into your 30s. As long as it's all a matter of being able to stay healthy and being on top of your game. Wow. Because there's always somebody younger who's hungrier who's coming behind you. And bigger and stronger. That too. That yeah. too. These are the football players that you see today may not necessarily have the skills or or the mindset because the game has changed mm-hmm. as the players did back in the day. Oh. But size for size, they can match you. Them boys stay in the weight room well, today. Well, yes. <laughs> you got some of these young boys. Like, for instance, when you see some young boy, I mean, I, I'm still amazed at how tall 6'5 is. I mean, okay. So, wait, wait. If you got some young boy who's 6'5 and he's close to 275 pounds. Of pure muscle? Whatever. I mean, it could, it could be it could be just flesh, blubber. It could be muscle. I I can't listen. I had nothing. What you just described was um uh, the running back for the Dallas Cowboys, Elliot. Oh, give me a second. Pull that up, please. Yes. <laughs> but yes, because that boy was a size. I wouldn't say he was 6'5", but he definitely was tall. Said 275 of pure muscle. Trying to stop that running back coming at you at full blast. But listen, I remember back in the day. Was it? Uh, you said Elliot. Uh, uh, try, uh, put in for um Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Um, I would. I would like. I mean, here's my thing. I remember Green. And maybe because I was a child, everyone looks so huge, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever you pull up, um, Zeke Elliott, yes, yes, running back. So again, solid, solid. Oh my God! I mean, solid. Yeah. Try to stop that coming at you. Oh my! Well, first of all, I cannot imagine. I mean, we'll and we will talk about this. The reason why I asked about the average lifespan, we'll, we'll get into that because that's what the, the whole idea behind being an athlete and 
how limited the career is. Like a dancer, athletes and, and dancers, they have these limited careers because it takes all of your physical, you know, regimen. But I also think it depends on the athlete, the sport. Like, you, other than boxing, hockey, and, and football, I don't think you're going to get much physical than that. So, yeah, no. that takes wear and tear I mean, on the body. And plus, I mean, then they have to deal with concussions. Because I said, exactly. well, I, I thought, I, I, you know, and my thought was, <gasps> I really thought that that's why, you know, they had all that equipment. I was like, you mean the equipment doesn't work? But, the, but here's the thing. I remember, you know, watching, you know, when you watch football players in slow motion and you can feel how hard the hits are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's 270 pounds of whatever coming at you. But then I guess that's all right, because if you're at least 200 pounds or 250 or 225 and you've got all this muscle because you know men obviously have more muscle mm-hmm. and and he's hitting you <laughs> see this is how much of a girl I am I, I it's unimaginable especially when they show the films and they show it, like I think it was uh any given Sunday the, the film and whenever they would show in those scenes the films and how hard these guys would hit each other it's like, no, I would just go to one practice. I would just get hit once, and that would be the end of it. Sometimes that's all it takes. Like, for instance, do you remember in The Godfather? I mean, I'm The Godfather, excuse me. Bodyguard. And he took Whitney up to the cabin where his father lived. Yep. And his father told him, he was like, he came home one day after trying out for the football team, and he yelled at me. He's like, you never hit me. Oh. So, because you never got hit by your father, you wasn't prepared for the hits that came out on the football no. field. Oh, my God. I, you know what? It's so funny. I never thought about that scene. Oh, my God. No, but, I, but That kind of it blew my mind when he said that because he was like, his whole life, I never hit him. I never hit him. Then he comes home one day and yells at me like, you never hit me. Oh. Uh, uh, That's what the coaches <laughs> said to him probably. So, I mean, all right. So, look, what are some other upsets that are going on? Or did you just switch to something else? No, no, no. I was just looking up because um, I wasn't sure what direction you were going in as far as if we were doing a comparison between the old school players and the old school oh, players. Oh, well, so, okay. Well, let me so, do that. Let me do that because I remember people – because, again, these players looked huge. I think that sometimes the way players looked back then, you know, they had these beards, you know, and all this. I'm thinking about uh, – uh, what's his name? Travis, who's that? Patrick, I mean, you just mentioned beards. I mean, he's oh, yeah, got no, one. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I like mean. Like someone so you got to comb that one. Yeah, that he has to comb. Well, yeah, he has to comb it. But then, you know, hey, beards is beard. Hey, the beards, the beards is in. Yeah. The thing is I in, know, so. everybody, listen, everybody is rocking beards these days. And I think it's because we've decided, or not we, y'all out there in America land have decided that beards are not intimidating. It's okay for a man to rock a beard. It's actually quite sexy. I agree. I totally agree. Just it's keep actually it groomed. Good. Keep it groomed and especially I don't know about y'all but when you have a little bit of gray in there and it's like a, some, it could be a goatee. It could be when it's just a little bit in there it's a little bit distinguished. It's like oh no, yes. 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 I totally agree. Yes. yes. So um, so just for all of you gentlemen out there it's alright to have a beard. If you it groomed and it's nice and soft and furry. I don't want to go there because I feel like I'm getting ready to go in that position. Well, you know? Can I ask you a question? Though? Yes. So, just so, like, let me ask you this because we're going to talk about it anyway. Right. So, I just mentioned three quarterbacks that I would like to surround the team around, but I think I could surround the team yes. around. Yes. We've already seen it. We already know it's done. But today, right now at this moment, if he was to be offered a contract, could you surround the team around Kaepernick? She went there before I got there. Was I taking too long? <laughs> oh, 
that. Just beat you to the punch. You did. No, no, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I would. I, I would. I just because, and then we'll t- we'll probably get around to comparing. To, to if we don't, we can head next week for that one. Yeah, we can have to talk about old players versus new players. The players of the seven, the Joe, Joe Namath. I mean, and then of course, let me before I say, think about this: Brian Piccolo, Brian Song. See, so y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know about that. That was a classic troop. Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo, Brian Song, James Kahn and Billy D. Williams played the iconic football players that were friends and one of them died of cancer and then they played and you know they showed all the footage Ugh. anyway that's the old time football when football was just football and then of course you have all these different eras of football but anyway but that happened like around probably the 60s so it was a very pertinent going into the early 70s Gil Sayers because he continued to be on the continued to live and he, he was a Heisman Trophy winner as well but that's just a little history so was Yes, I don't. Okay, look, I'm gonna make this one little mention just to get you to. I was okay. I went there. No, no, no. You no. Left the open. I, I had to take that stand. Listen, I don't. I don't have an issue. I, my thing is, is that your legacy is your legacy. You can't take away what he achieved. I know that. My thing is, is that whatever happened in his private life, I I understand now. All of America thinks this way about OJ, but you can't take away from what he accomplished there's just no way you can try to erase everything from him but you know what at the end of the day when you have to do the stats um that's what it is i'm not necessarily you know gonna comment on (laughs) the case unfortunately what he's known for um because then we'd have to again compare him to cosby at that point but anyway thank you for tuning in share like us and comment below Thank you so much. We will see you on the next one. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye.